0: Hey folks, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beer, a show where two guys who know too much about pop culture and not enough about beer try some beers and explain them in a way that you may understand.
1: But that you probably won't. And it'll only make sense to us. Either way, we hope you'll be entertained.
0: Vince, I have never seen a beer with this type of name in my life. It's very, very unique.
1: Would you say that your life is effed?
0: I would say that. I mean, sometimes I feel like I'm living in a in a film.
1: Do you is it a scary film? It's
0: pretty scary. Yeah.
1: What kind of creatures would be in it?
0: I don't know. Tigers, bears, maybe lions. Wow. This is not our best work. I'll be 100% honest, and that could be no. on me. What are we
1: drinking today, Tom?
0: We're drinking a beer that's I'm not kidding called uh, Fear dot movie dot lions with three print three dashes in front of it. What are we calling those dashes? uh Slash slash backslash three slashes
1: three slash. Is that a, it's weird that that's a backslash? That always felt like a. You know what? To be honest,
0: this feels like, like a, a back. This feels like a pop punk band name from like 2008 when Fear Movie were, Lions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's up, guys? We're Fear Movie Lions. We have two singers and two synth players. And i give anything to see my father, yeah. but
1: he left years ago, so I'm in water.
0: Get me out of my hometown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is not a <laughs> this is not a popcorn band. <laughs> it's a beer. It's also yeah.
1: really, really heavy on the FML, which, as we know, is. Fuck my life.
0: Yeah, this is that's an old meme as well. But uh, as far as where it's from, it's from the great brewery known as Stone Brewing. The Stone Brewery in Escondido, California, near Escondido. San Diego. This is a, a double New England hazy IPA, heavy guy, eight and a half percent. Oh yeah. And they describe it as a blend of cross country styles. You've got the bitter, hoppy backbone that you expect from a West Coast IPA. Combined with that haziness and aroma that you'd find in an East Coast style IPA, or at least that's what they say. Uh, as far as the outrageous name, it actually stems from something I didn't know existed, which is a three meter square system where it pinpoints locations around the globe with three names. So fear.movie.lions with three black backslashes in front of it takes you to... Richmond, Virginia, which is where their second primary location is. Okay. Uh, now Vince, you're probably wondering what are some other code names for cities in the US? I think
1: I'd like to know what uh, Chicago, your hometown, is.
0: Uh, Chicago is clap.spoil.item. What? Clap spoil item? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then uh, I got I'm gonna punch in Ann Arbor real quick. That is kick. Energy, energetic, a little bit redundant. Yeah, that's that tough. What about and Farmington Hills? Farmington Hills, uh, your lovely hometown. Vague tester discrepancy. You know what these sound like? These sound like the passwords that
1: Netgear gives you when you like get your new Wi-Fi. Like- yeah
0: blue kiwi or aggressive kiwi 22 wait a minute Now this is this is funny i just typed in columbia missouri and it is powers liver decreased i would say my Power my liver, liver powers increased down. in that town maybe the lifespan <laughs> of it decreased yeah
1: i am holding this can and i'm ready to crack it why not? yeah
0: let's crack it man i want to get into this cheers cheers good crack
1: oh yeah that's a fragrant that's a good hazy smell
0: smells delicious uh this is great smelling i'm gonna give it a sip wow
1: 8.5 percent huh
0: you wouldn't know it based on the, the taste smooth real smooth and not i have to say not too bitter this might be the lightest double ipa i've ever had I'm liking this. Holy crap. It's, you know,
1: it's cool. But you know what I'm not liking is I'm reading up a little bit on Stone, <laughs> on Stone Brewing. Oh no. What do they do? <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's pretty interesting. You know how like people start to get super famous and then they just start acting
0: out? I think oh, yeah. like
1: who who give me some some good ones like,
0: Oh man, I mean, the Backstreet Boys Sure, Aaron Carter is a good one. Yep. But
1: well, he might have some
0: oh, mental he's, health issues. He's got some bad problems. so um, Maybe not. Yeah, uh, Robert Downey Jr., Colin Farrell. Yeah, oh, Colin Farrell's a good one. He's turned it yeah. around, though. He's cleaned it up,
1: yeah. The founders are a, are a bit of a piece of work here. So, they're extremely litigious. In 2018, they filed a lawsuit against Miller Coors, the makers of Keystone... Uh, saying that they were attempting to co-opt the name after a brand revamp for Keystone, the guys who used Keith Stone. Oh, I I remember Keith Stone. He was popular. They said that they were trying to co-opt the name after they emphasized the word stone on the side of their products. Apparently, since 2018, they have systematically alleged trademark infringement against any organization that used the word stone or bastard in the name of the company or product. Many of the companies are totally unrelated to beer. <laughs> They've been over 90 objections filed in four years. That is bonkers.
0: That's that's also definitely not on their website. Uh, that's crazy. No, no. Yeah.
1: and what's more is... Apparently, the founder, I think is it's Greg Koch, Coke, Cook, something yeah. like that, not sure how. He starred in a, a documentary called The Beer Jesus from America, chronicling his experiences building a brewery location in Berlin. As you may guess, the story does not have a happy ending. Yeah,
0: this is starting to sound like the Kanye West... Uh, it is wild. Arc. It's yeah. like, like
1: the Kanye West of beer. Now, to give him credit, he's trying to build that in Berlin. They are actually, I believe, the only uh, brewery to actually open a location in China.
0: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the first yeah.
1: independent U.S. brewery.
0: Well, it does. one thing it does say on their website is that this is available in all 50 U.S. states and in over 40 countries, so... You can get this everywhere, but uh, at what cost? It seems to be the question.
1: Well, it might not be at a huge cost anymore because they're actually closing a deal to sell to Sapporo. Oh, Japanese pretty beer. much as
0: we speak. So. Okay. Wow, that is a that is an interesting movie, Fear Lion. <laughs> yeah, I'll t- that's wild.
1: I I don't know, man. Like, I, at the same time, I want to have a beer with this guy, but I also, like, don't want anything to do with
0: him. Yeah, I bet this guy's Reddit account is off the charts. Oh, this guy definitely has burner Twitter accounts, for sure. He's going to come after me. You know, he kind of sounds like a Kevin Durant type to me. Mm, Okay. But let's circle back a bit to just the beer itself. Yeah, let's talk about it. I was expecting this to be very Mm -hmm. heavy. It's not, it doesn't taste very heavy. It's super refreshing. It goes down smooth. The name is kind of misleading. I I feel like this is an intimidating beer name. Even on the can itself, the the infamous Stone Gargoyle, uh, which if you don't know what that is, I highly recommend the movie Gargoyles if you haven't seen it. The
1: animated film? Oh, yeah. The animated feature event? Yes. From, what, 1998?
0: (laughs) Yes, I used to have that on uh, on VHS as a child. Gargoyles. But they are known as uh, protectors against evil spirits and apparently uh, all law firm buildings from the 1800s.
1: (laughs) And also, uh, I believe they're in Hunchback of Notre Dame. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I guess my point is, like, this can is all bark but no bites?
1: Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say I okay, so it feels like it's it's one of those all bark no bites that's really gonna put you put you back, right? You gotta be a little careful around it.
0: Sure, yeah. I mean if you have if you have a bunch of eight and a half percent beers, you're gonna be going to Looney Tune.
1: It's town. okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a pretty wild comparison here. I don't know if Let's go you've for seen it. any it's like basically take any reality T V, but I'll start with, like, the Selling Sunset Selling OC. Have you watched any of that? No. So in Selling Sunset, the idea is basically these, like, women who are all over, like, the age of 35. They're 35. They're actually, I believe they're 29 all the way to, like, 38. But they all look exactly the same because they've had so much work done. And they're all, like, supposed to be this family that works together. And they're very, 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 very nice. But... If you get too close and you don't have your shield up, they will stab the shit out of you. Not in, in the In the middle of the office. It is insane. Like, a new girl comes in and...
0: Are they real estate agents? Yes, they're real okay. estate
1: agents. Sorry, they're real estate agents. Actually, if for no other reason than to see some of these amazing pads that you'll never be able to afford, probably worth it. But, like, they welcome you in and you're like... You may have heard, like, oh, yeah, Christine, she's going to be tough. Yeah. Right? And then you walk in she's like... My gosh, it's so good to meet you. Come here. We have to have lunch together. Turns around after having a nice, lovely lunch with you. You think everything's okay. And she's basically trying to jack your listing and tell everybody that you're a huge bitch. And I feel like that's what will happen here. You're like, wait a minute. I've heard this. I got to have my guard up. And then you put it down because it's so nice and easy. And then 8.5% later, you can't get up.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Um I mean, I guess you could say reality TV as a whole has a history of over-dramatizing day-to-day life so that it seems insane, and then when you actually take a step back, maybe not so insane. Fair. Um, And also, further to your point, if you have too much reality TV, your brain's going to be fried. So that's something to consider. Fair. One reality TV show that I've been passively looking into.
1: It is the only way to watch reality TV yeah. is to passively watch
0: yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, it's a show called Ink Master. Oh my God, Tom. Have you seen Ink
1: Master? No, but isn't Dave Navarro, wasn't he? In oh line? Yeah. And then, like, Dita Von Teese was a, a part of it?
0: Uh, no, I don't believe so. No, the, it's the new, something. Cat Barbarata. No, that's the new, the new season is is actually hosted by uh, Joel Madden, which is... That makes sense. Which Good Charlotte arc. Yeah, theme of our show, Good Charlotte. But the thing about the show that I find so arresting is it's not necessarily, like, the format. Because the format's pretty basic. Like, it's a bunch of tattoo artists competing for money. that do tattoos and they get judged. No, It's the fact that people sign up to get tattoos that they have no input on. What? Yes. So, like, they'll be like, all right, your challenge today is to do an American traditional butterfly. And then these people walk in and they're like, yeah, man, just let it rip wherever you want. And they do these tattoos that they don't see, they don't know what they're getting. And then it's on their body forever. And guess what? They're not small, they're big tattoos.
1: I'm, just, I'm picturing somebody walking in and just like they're like alright where do you want this and just insisting I want it on my ass we're not going to do that I put it on my ass
0: yeah well so that there are other formats that they do where they do like outrageous requests so one guy would be like I want a demonic bear made out of wood uh, fighting a shark on the back of my head and then the artist is like do you know how fucked up that's going to be on the back like, of yeah. your head yeah. oh yeah they do that kind of stuff and then like They'll like they'll explain to them like some guy will be like I want it on my stomach. You're like you know that's gonna be incredibly painful and like you're gonna be you know searing and moving around a lot, right? And he's like, yeah, I don't care. So they I don't know where they find these people, but I find that part of the show way more interesting than the actual show itself. It's like who is this fucking off the wall? Yeah. That they're just like, yeah, I'm good with anything you got and make it big and noticeable. <laughs> you could make it big and noticeable. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, like, I feel like Post Malone is exactly the guy they're looking for. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, put, yeah, put, yeah. it's, a it bunch, of, ear, it's a bunch of my ear. It's a
0: bunch of untalented Post Malones. Yeah.
1: Interesting. Well, we don't know. Some of those could be really, really fantastic accountants.
0: They could, yeah. And also, I will say... The designs that these people do are legitimately cool. It's just like a lot of it's stuff that I wouldn't I wouldn't be caught dead on my body. So
1: Okay, so let but let's continue on this, right? Because reality television is having a moment, probably it's probably the most prevalent it's ever been.
0: Yes. Would you agree? Yeah. Yep, I would agree.
1: So it's the most prevalent it's ever been. Hazy IPAs, hazy doubles, maybe even, are probably the most prevalent they've ever
0: been. Yeah, and I also think that this is, this is actually an interesting analogy. So okay. I was thinking about how, how many songs in the rap genre about selling drugs. <laughs> oh, my God. And this has been going on for like 30 years now. And every time I think there's no way they can find a new angle on <laughs> drug-related rap, sure enough, there's another angle. And there's another song that comes through and people just love it. They can't get enough. <laughs> That's what the hazy IPA genre is. <laughs> Just when you think, I've seen it all. I've had all the hazies that there can be. Nope. Here's a new one.
1: Steady trying to find a
0: motive. <laughs> yeah. Why do what I do? Right.
1: <laughs> locked up by they won't, me me <laughs> they won't let me out. Don't let me They won't let me out. I'm Locked up. up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah i don't know why he was locked up my brother who by the way does not sell cocaine of any kind he's found all these people he's like yeah man have you heard key glock's new album I'm like i don't even know what that is
1: (laughs) (laughs) we've had the conversation a little bit about how you know the the game has changed right now you get a little bit of heat and all of a sudden you're on soundcloud a week later and you're signed for half a million dollars it's just it's different i want to talk for a second a transition here. So, yeah. as you famously like to say, perhaps we transition it into the glass. I, I do famously say that. Um, Fear movie lions. What are your favorite lion based movies? Lion King. Uh-huh.
0: Uh huh. I would say The Wizard of Oz for counting the cowardly lion. Sure, sure. The M end- smells brutal out of the glass. By <laughs> Wait, the way. hold on. Let me try. It. Okay, yeah, there that is a little weird.
1: I, maybe it's because we didn't wash out. <laughs> something that was previously in here. Yeah. That's possible.
0: Okay. I it think It's good, though. I think I prefer it out of the can, but this is still fine. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the MGM line is kind of synonymous with inter- movie entertainment, right? Okay, yeah. All right. Um, So that's that's three lion-based things right there. Madagascar? Oh, yeah. There's a lion in that one. Yeah. You get the whole trilogy there. What else am I missing? Secondhand
1: lions? I don't know that one. <gasps> it's got Michael Caine... Robert Duvall and a young Haley Joel Osment.
0: Whoa, I yeah, really dude. missed out on that. No,
1: you should watch it. It's actually very, very good.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, we've talked about this before, but the Chronicles of Narnia.
1: Yes, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and Aslan in general, aka yeah. Jesus.
0: We we talked about him on a past episode. By again. the way,
1: Aslan is an anagram for Alan. Alan's.
0: Allens? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know a lot of Allens? No, I don't I don't know. <laughs> uh, thanks, it's thanks also for...
1: for Nalas.
0: Yeah, well, do you Lions. know? Lion is an anagram for Noil. Yeah, we can make up words if we want. Allen is a name. You just added an S on it and made yes, it seem it's like... a group of Allens. Allens. A group of... Oh. A group of Allens. Is that what, is that what we're calling them now? C.S. Lewis <laughs> is not actually a person. It's a group... Collective love. <laughs> it's a bunch of it's a bunch of Allens, gentleman named Allen. So you're hold on, you're positing a scenario where a group of guys that have the same name. They don't you don't call them guys. You call them. Oh, these are the Daves.
1: Yeah, yeah, and the Toms. it's a group of Daves
0: and Toms and Vinces
1: <laughs> Tom David, Tom Dave and Allens.
0: <laughs> this is this is a whole new subgenre of. It's, Human it's classification. Wild.
1: Well, yeah. okay. It's partially, probably partially inspired subconsciously by like, you've seen, people generally put it together, like people with common names, they like, on with the dawn of social media, they go on and they have these groups. I saw one that was like, uh, this guy, and it, maybe his name was just like Tom Jackson or something like that. And he's like, me and all the Tom Jacksons that we can find have a group chat on Instagram <laughs> And every once in a while, we all just check in and see how everyone's doing.
0: Um, I will give credit to my friend, Ian Bernstein. Love you, Ian. He does a bid on Venmo where he charges people that have his name like $1. It'll be like naming rights fee. That's amazing. And sometimes people will actually give him the dollar. But a lot of times, he doesn't get a response. Okay, so. what's,
1: what's the most creative way that you've been asked by a panhandler for money?
0: most creative way yeah (laughs) i don't know if there's been a lot of creativity in that genre
1: okay so there's like the subversion of hey can you give me some money so i can go get drunk right there was one that was real good and thank god i didn't have my wallet because i would (laughs) have given him money but it was in ann arbor and he probably honestly wasn't actually poorly off but he had one that said could you spare some change so i could buy a vowel and i was like wow
0: all right, that's clever. I might yeah. need to
1: give you something,
0: but... Of course, the classy, all the classy, educated homeless people are in Ann Arbor.
1: <laughs> in Columbia,
0: it's just like, give me some money! <laughs> Meet me at No Gas. <laughs> no Gas. We used to have a liquor store that looked like a gas station, but oh. it didn't have gas, so we just called it No Gas. <laughs> they had plenty of booze, though.
1: Okay, so talking about Stone, right, it's kind of... This is... You mentioned Kanye earlier, and I think that may be the ultimate analog for Stone here, given what we've heard about kind of a self-centered, quirky, almost head. Defiantly right? confident, Defiantly I would Defiantly confident, maybe, yeah. right? Uh, the head of Stone, who puts out awesome stuff. This is awesome. I'm really enjoying this.
0: Yeah, I mean... And if I you just enjoy
1: Kanye's music.
0: If you strip away all the exterior madness, this is a great beer. Yeah, I it's agree. really well. It's really well mixed. It's tasty. You know, we talked about how it's deceptively light. You know, in a way, the first three albums of Kanye's career were exactly that. They were wow. deceptively light. Good call. They w- were rich thematically. They had a bunch of bangers and. You know, it launched him into the stratosphere. But then what happened? He did well. He did another classic album. But then, then he started to get kind of goofy after uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy. Jesus literally has a song called "I Am a God." Yeah. Um, yeah. And wow,
1: it buried, the he, parallels are there.
0: And he started a fashion line, and then you know, then he got really. He found he Jesus making
1: shoes yeah. out of like. Foam, styrofoam.
0: Oh, the foam runners are. That might be more disgusting than some of the beers we've had. The uh, show, but whatever.
1: I mean, if you, yeah, if you can do it, you you can do it. Yeah. But anyway, interesting. I want to take a little side detour down because somebody who hasn't made a huge appearance on our podcast, who maybe deserves one, as a huge cultural touch point for us. And also, you said the words. What did What did you say? You said deceptively deceptively light. Light. Dave Chappelle. Chappelle show deceptively light.
0: Yeah, I, uh, yeah I'm Yeah, i surprised we haven't talked about him yet because he's one of my all-time favorites.
1: And there's a lot to talk about, and we won't right. get too far into it because he truly does deserve his own episode, similar to Robin Williams has gotten here. He does, And he's, yeah. he's made a track here, uh, and he's gone all the way around, and, and it's highly interesting. I mean,
0: he was the first guy to pack really rich racial humor into short bits. The whole I mean, the whole show was sketches.
1: And he did it so
0: well yeah.
1: that white people didn't even know what was going on. They're, they were laughing at him instead of with him, which is what he said, which is why he got out. Right. In addition to his issues with the entertainment industry and, and the way that it chooses to exploit Yeah, sure. But, exploit its I words. mean,
0: even when I was a kid, I, I felt like I was learning stuff about, like, a group of people that I didn't really interact with much.
1: What's wild though is like, if you are not aware of what satire is and and what comedy can be used for, you can very easily go, oh yeah, it's okay. That guy started, he's talking about it this way. Yeah. I can say that stuff. And it's like, no, you can't. This yeah. is ridiculous.
0: Well, the, I'm, the first one I remember seeing was uh, the mad real world <laughs> where they did instead of Six white people and one black person. It was six black people and one white guy. <laughs> um, and I did watch The Real World at that age, so like that was like a good way for me to be like, oh, I kind of see what he means. Like if you flip the perspective on this, you know, anybody would go crazy in that scenario where they feel like an outsider, right? Yeah. So I even at a young age, I, I did kind of interpret that. But the other stuff was just pretty standard Dave Chappelle stuff that I, I thought was hilarious. Clayton Bigsby
1: is, to date, and that was his first episode. Like, yeah. Talk about coming out swinging, man. That was unbelievable.
0: Right, and that's why he's a visionary, right? Like, he did not hold back. Literally, from the moment that show started, he was like, we're just going to fucking go for it. I don't know if it was a subconscious thing or just, like, a accident, but I never really got into Key & when it was airing live, and... He's been very critical of them, basically being like, hey, you guys made a lot of money off my show.
1: Yeah, and we'll get into some of this at another time because it does deserve a further exploration. I think he's a little sour grapes on that, truthfully. I think Key and Peel, like, first, the first one through the wall always gets bloody, right? That's just the way it is. Key and Peel was a totally different focus. Like, they were focused on like studio quality wigs and effects and everything for these shorts they kind of took creating shorts and made it into a higher art than i mean dave Chappelle, you could tell right like he he put it together and him and a couple of buddies who knew a couple of things about how to use final cut cut it together that's what it
0: looked like yeah and it was like kind of early in that era of digital it was sketch editing and
1: we've seen it evolve and yeah i I think they're two totally separate entities similar to probably how i feel that this fear movie lions this hazy double ipa is a totally separate entity to something like lejoux
0: yeah right it's very different i mean like look Definitively it is a it's a hazy and it's a West Coast IPA together, but
1: it's remarkably clear for a hazy, I'll yeah. say that.
0: What are we given the score wise, Vince? Yeah,
1: I am ready to go. I don't have a lot here. I thought that Kanye's early stuff was A plus five star. I thought his late stuff was uh probably like three, three five for me. I'm ready to go that this is early stuff. Early Kanye here, 4.5 out of 5 Vinces. This is an excellent beer. Pick it up if you can.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I was going to give it a 4.25, and that feels right to me, which is still a very strong compliment. You know, this is a great beer to try. I recommend trying it for sure, and especially if you like IPAs. uh, You really can't go wrong with this, and, you know, just job well done, Stone Brewing. This was. Be a little careful. Be little, you never know
1: when Christine might come around and just shank you. Right,
0: and feel free to look up your hometown on this <laughs> three-word system yeah, it's because wild. I would love to spend like another thirty minutes on R- that. Yeah. Real quick, last one before we go. Can you tell me what Tuscaloosa,
1: Alabama, is? I hope it's something ridiculous. Oh
0: God, yeah. Let me let me pull that back up. Tuscaloosa. What three words? Oh, yeah. oh. They have an app for this, by the way. So you can have the app, <laughs> have app. on your phone. Oh, uh, Tuscaloosa. Prayers, Bugs, Tables. You know what? That's pretty much what Tuscaloosa is (laughs)
1: about. Outside of football, that's pretty much it. So I think that's a good place to leave off.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, Thanks for checking us out. If you haven't done so yet, please subscribe. Rate and review us on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your shows. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Don't look us up on this system because we're not there. Well, maybe. I don't know. That would be a big issue Well, we'll if ask, we were. We'll have the Allens get on, on top of that. The <laughs> <Yeah, Vince>. Allens. <laughs> that might you, be a running bit. Do you mean C.S. Lewis? It's
1: <laughs> <laughs> just a consortium of guys named Allen.
0: <laughs> we just use all. It's a shadow company. <laughs> the Allens. But until next time, I'm Tom. I'm Vince. This has been Friday Night Beers where we have clear <laughs> eyes, full cans,
1: Bust (laughs) Allen.